Welcome to Oh My Geekers, a place where we geek out about our favorite subjects. I'm Jeanette. And I'm Zeke. This week's episode is part two of my interview with Zeke on the life of J.R.R. Tolkien, or Tolkien. So I first want to talk about uh, Tolkien's life in Africa. Zeke, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, he he was born in Bloemfontein uh, in on uh, January third, eighteen ninety two. So Bloemfontein is is a city in South Africa, and a lot of English businessmen, including Tolkien's father, who was a bank clerk, moved to South Africa for a better income. Oh wow! Okay, so. Um, so how did he come to, you know, move to England? They decided to move to England when he was, I believe, four. During the trip, his father, uh, died. During the trip there to England? Uh, From Bluefing, Blue, how do you say that again? Bloemfontein. Bloemfontein. Um, so is Bloon, since it's in South Africa, it's a very highly populated um, was it highly populated? Uh, it was, area. It's, it's a highly populated area compared to the rest of, uh, the African continent. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was not occupied by, uh, it wasn't occupied by the British. It was occupied by the British. It was a British, uh, town. Was it a colony or? Uh, they lived in a British colony in South Africa. Oh, okay. So it was colonized by? By the British Empire. Oh, okay. And so um, they're moving from Africa, South Africa, the family. They're moving out of South Africa? Out of South Africa. Okay. And the father was a bank, a banker. Yes, he was a banker. A bank teller or? A bank clerk. Oh, a bank clerk. Okay, and so um, after, after, as they're moving to England... His father has a fever and dies. Oh, whoa. So what kind of, like, was it the Spanish influenza? I'm not good with times. I, I think it was an influenza. I, I don't think it was the Spanish one. Mm-hmm. I think that's after World War One. Oh, okay. But... It, uh, living in Africa is not very healthy uh, if if you haven't lived there a long time because uh, you're not immune to all the diseases mm-hmm. and it will uh, affect you uh, faster than any other disease. Oh, okay. So, what, so his father died and... Um, did he have any siblings? Yeah, he had one brother who was called Hillary. Oh. It's not a girl's name. Oh, okay. I think it's a unisex name. So give us a little background on um, his family. So he, he came from a German sort of family and then, but they were very English. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but he didn't really see a lot of his family during that time because uh, his mother converted to 
Catholicism, so both sides of the family disowned them. What did they believe? In Anglicanism. Okay, so what's the difference between Catholicism and Anglicanism? Uh, Catholicism is Roman, mm -hmm. and Anglicanism is uh, English. That, uh, that, that's basically summed up in a nutshell. Okay, okay. so her parents and even his parents um, of the mother and father of uh, Tolkien were both Anglican? They were both Anglican. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, so where did they move to England when they moved from South Africa? They moved to the West Midlands. It's, you could say it's West, but it's only a teeny bit West. It's just right in the middle of England. Uh, it's in a place called Birmingham. In Birmingham, there's a lot of city, but there's also a lot of country. Mm -hmm. So Tolkien grew up in a sort of a nice environment, and then he he would move the a lot of the time, and then he would grow up in this bad environment. When you say bad environment, does that mean like you know just a a, a, a city life? Uh, sort of city life, but it's more of pollution because it was during the Industrial Revolution, towards the end of the Industrial Revolution, so there was a lot of smoke and uh, soot, and he, he would have had to go to work, and his mother worked, and she's a single mom, and she has nobody to support her. Is that because uh, her family... Didn't... Her family disowned her, so... It, it, in those days, if you were widowed, uh, they would, if you came from a wealthy family, they would take care of you, especially if you didn't marry the wrong person. If you married the right person, they, they would have helped you and all that. You would have lived with your parents or maybe your uh, married sibling, but... So back in those days, typically the families would um, support one another if you were widowed um, uh, or if you became a single mom. And, um, but because she had converted to Catholicism, her entire family and it sounds like his entire family disowned her. And so she was on her own and ended up having to work in an industrial, uh, during the Industrial Revolution in Birmingham. Yes. Oh wow! What did she do, and what did what did uh, yeah? What did she do for a living? I don't really know what she did. Oh, I, okay. I, I I would guess maybe a laundry mm -hmm. or uh, working the machines, mm -hmm. like a seamstress maybe even. Sort of. It's mm -hmm. not like a small town business mm -hmm. uh, seamstress. It's like working in a factory yeah. where uh, it's basically more dangerous mm -hmm. and you'd cut yourself and sew your hand off or something sew your like hand off and then you uh would have you would get very little pay wow wow so um so how where where in in where do you think happened uh what about his mother you know oh, how did yeah. she survive all this well she did not survive all oh. this one day she contracted diabetes oh, and no. died. Oh no. Uh, 
how old were were her uh hillary and uh jr how do you what's his name i know i refer to him as tolkien jrr tolkien yeah. john ronald Ruel okay, tolkien I'll call john and hillary so how old were john and hillary at the time of the death of his mother uh i would say um about 10 years or tw 12 years that's really sad that makes me sad i i wouldn't ever want that to happen because now his father has passed away and his mother and there's no family so how do they survive this well they didn't go to an orphanage uh, uh in the mother's will uh the legal guardian was uh the the local priest father francis morgan and he, he was the priest at their uh local church and uh, he helped out with the finances from time to time, and so she entrusted him, them into his care, though his duties as a priest did not allow him to, uh, to sort of live with these two boys. So at first he, he entrusted them to the care of their aunt Beatrice Suffield, who was the least bigoted towards Catholics, mm -hmm. though uh, she uh, was later replaced because Tolkien found uh, her burning uh, the mother's letters. What were these letters? They were just letters to her kids, or maybe letters between uh, the mom and the dad, but... Uh, Beatrice uh are they like journaling them. of a sort or like maybe prayers or something like that stuff like that or something because I've written you guys letters like just like oh you know you guys are like the greatest kids in the whole wide world and yeah stuff yeah. like that something that she didn't mail them to them when they were alive but probably like oh after I die I just want to uh, write these letters to you so you know... Uh, like a memoir, almost? S sort of, but uh, their Aunt Beatrice burned these letters. Okay, so... So uh, she was replaced and uh, Father Pr Francis put them in the care of a Mrs. Falconer. Uh, she ran a boarding house uh, for children, I believe or just uh, people, but basically back in those days, and uh, probably still to this day, uh, there were these houses where people would rent and live, and it was a big house, and then a lot of people would live in that house, one house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that's kind of like New York. They have these, they don't call them boarding houses, but they do have these uh, houses that are big enough for you know several different people to rent out different rooms so that's kind of what a boarding house was back then yes oh how interesting and how were they able to pay for that if they were just kids uh, the church the Catholic Church paid for them to live there wow that's something else that's great so c tell me a little bit about uh, his uh, Tolkien's education so Tolkien was educated at uh, King Edward School for Boys. It, it, it's a Birmingham uh, 
school. It's a boarding school, sort of. So they did don't, he board there? He, I don't think he boarded there. Oh, he, okay. he, he stayed he, at the boarding house. He stayed at the boarding house, and then he would go over to the school. Mm-hmm. What kind of school was this? It, it, it was a private school. It's the stereotypical English private school. Oh, where they have to wear like these stuffy clothes. And... Yeah, they have to wear these stuffy clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't know, know whether they uniforms, did... uniforms, more than likely. Yeah, I don't know whether or not they did beatings, but... More than likely. More than likely <laughs> like, at that time. If you got in trouble, they probably had a ruler. I don't know. That's my envision of a boarding school. When I think of boarding, I think of paddleboard, like you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So what, what did he study? Did he study there or, you know, how did he grow into his uh, linguistic capabilities? Like, how does that work? Well, I would say that a lot of things added to that. Uh, you had to learn at least a little bit of Latin and Greek and maybe even French at these boarding schools. And he was very good at it. He was able to master these tons at a very young age. But what really got him into linguistics, when when his mother was alive, they uh, had to live next to these railroad tracks, sort of, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, of course, a terrible place to live Mm -hmm. with all the... Yeah, the industrial fumes and all that. The industrial fumes, but... Mm -hmm. uh, when he he would go home, he would uh, like see these uh, trains and there were these coal cars and these coal cars had the destinations on them and they were going to Wales. And he saw names like Nati, Natiglo and Seng, Segnehid. And Natiglo and Segnehid? Segnahid. Segnahid. And uh, this, they're not going to Spain or anything. They're mm-hmm. not, it's not Spanish names. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in England, if you ever go to England, know that you're not going to one country. You're going to many other countries. And that's why they call it Great Britain and the United Kingdom. So... Why is that? Wait, okay. So if you go to England... You're going to many countries? Yes, you're Why going to that? many countries. Well, because back in the day, England wasn't... Uh, people from England didn't come from England. They came from uh, Denmark uh, back in the days, so though they didn't call them Danish. They weren't Danish. They were called the Angles, where you get the word English from. Is that where you get Anglican religion, too? Anglican religion, oh. yes. That's why they call it Anglican. It's the English church. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, these uh, sort of... They were kind of like Vikings, but not Vikings. Well, uh, Vikings, what do you know? The terrors of the sea. Sorry. Sort of. Sort of. They, they later had to fight the Vikings, but... Oh, okay. uh, they came over on their big boats mm-hmm. from from D- the Denmark area. Oh, okay. And so they basically took over the Celtic people mm-hmm. and sort of intermarried with them, and they became the English. Mm-hmm. But at the corners and in Scotland, uh, the the rest of the 
what you would call British people,、mm-hmm. uh, which is has a slight difference between the English. Okay, I'm learning something here. I never knew this that the British and English were two different cultures. They were two different cultures. British were Celtic,、uh, English were Germanic. Okay, though and, they're sort of in, intertwined now. But, but the the British and the English are both Anglican. No,、uh, well, well, in religion and yes, and today, but、uh, when when the Anglic the English people came over, they pushed these few remaining. British people to the sides of the countries and sort of the peninsulas and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So you get this one,、uh, one country in、mm-hmm. the southwest of England, and it's called Wales. In this peninsula, some people there they don't speak English.、Mm-hmm. They speak what's called a Brythonic language. Brythonic. Brythonic. Okay, so I you, I'm so lost now. You lost me. Okay, so okay, so we were on the last I heard. We were on, we were realizing that、um, I don't even remember.、So、English know, and British. All I know, all I hear is that we're in the peninsula. <laughs> so the English people came over from Denmark,、mm-hmm, okay. from what's now called Denmark. Okay, they took over the British Isles. Okay, and、uh, when they were taking over the British Isles. They pushed some of the remaining、uh, Brit British people onto these peninsulas. Okay. And in those peninsulas, some people didn't speak English. Okay. They spoke what's called a Brythonic language, which was the language that they were using before the English came over. Okay. And I'm interested in what that is and how that sounds. And with this,、uh, so it doesn't sound like this. It doesn't sound like that at all. At all, it doesn't even sound like what we're saying now. It wasn't、oh. an accent. It、oh. was sort of an actual whole language. It was an actual whole language, and、wow. in these little pockets called of these peninsulas, it's like called Welsh and Cornish. Wow, we're really geeking out right now. And, Welsh and Cornish, and they would have these words like. I know what Welsh is, but when I think of Cornish, I just have to think of corn. Yeah, so <laughs> Cornwall is—it's、uh, like the very when you see England,、mm-hmm. you know that little thing that goes to the west, that little tip. I'll have to look it up on a map. But, but at that little tip, at the far end of that little tip, is this little sliver of land, and it's called Cornwall, and. That's where all the Cornish people live, and they speak Cornish. Do they grow corn? No.、Oh, okay. <laughs> It, corn meaning corn, as in corner. Oh, okay. Thank you. Cornwall. Cornwall. Okay, now I get. Oh, because corn came from America. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, in Wales and Cornwall, they speak these Brythonic languages. Okay. And, uh, they. Mo- some people still speak them to this day, and so when Tolkien saw these cars、uh, going from、uh, Birmingham to Wales, he saw the names of it, and they were in Welsh. And Welsh s- sounds very different from English. It it has these key features, and it's like 
noctagulo or something, and it has the sort of、mm-hmm. sound in it, which English does not have. That's why. That's almost kind of even like a Middle Eastern thing. Sort of. It's it's not Middle Eastern. It's it it it, it comes from the same family as English, but it's a distant cousin. Okay. So、uh, we get our name Floyd from it, which was originally the Welsh Floyd. 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 So instead of saying Pink Floyd, I should say Pink Floyd. <laughs> well, okay. Pink、anyway. Floyd is his name now, and he's not Welsh. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so he's looking at these trains go by, or uh, train, uh, whatever they are, and he's seeing them. Is he memorizing them? Does he even know how they sound, or is he thinking? What he thinks they sound like. He knows. He has a pretty good idea what they sound like, because he associated those words with fairy tale like words. Because when you read fairy tales, some of them come from Wales, and、uh, with those you'll get Welsh names.、Uh, a bunch of them come from the Arthur, King Arthur tales. Oh, so, okay. So, Wait, okay. Help me out here. So, King Arthur was written. When was that written? Did、okay. he read King Arthur?、Uh, every boy at that time,、uh, at least knew about King Arthur. Okay. It was basically like, like <laughs> you knew it before you were a tween. Oh, okay. So,、uh, King Arthur was written. Sort of after the English invaded, but it's commonly believed that the stories came from the pre-English、uh, invasion. So they're mainly British works,、mm. and they come from、uh, their Great Britain tales. Yeah, because there were castles back in the day, in in the day, and they sort of sort of not. It was. Uh, those are inventions of after the English. They sort of adapted it to fit in with the days they were at. So the closest we can get is、uh, to that time is a Roman fort. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. This whole time I thought there were English castles all over the place, and that in these castles at one time there lived kings and queens. Because I just think of the well, there was kings and. Queens, but it wasn't King Arthur. King Arthur no, was. No, I know King Arthur isn't King Arthur just a story. King Arthur was probably a real person,、uh, but yeah, yeah, he wasn't really a king. He was more of a、uh, sort of war leader、uh, who would push. At the time, he would try to push the Anglican. Angle people out.、Uh, he was. He basically, when he died, the Angles took over. So King Arthur is a real person.、Uh, it's speculated. Okay, so here,、uh, Tolkien is,、uh, you know, a, a young boy. He's living by the train tracks.、Uh, so、probably he's probably bored. Probably worked hard. Probably. Just you know,、uh, one thing that I've heard, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard that he has autism, that he or Aspergers that could have, 
because of his, uh, uh, what, do, what do they call it, uh, special interest mm -hmm. in languages and world building. And I could just totally picture him stimming on every single, you know, uh, train, uh, what do you call those, boxcars going by trying to figure out what these uh, languages are on. And if I don't know, like you said, as far as did he know the language or about it, or, or is he really just, you know, figuring it out somehow? I think he was figuring it out somehow. I think that That's maybe he would go and like ask his mom or his teachers, like, what, what, where does this word oh, come okay. from? And That's then they great. would say, oh, it's Welsh. It's, yeah. It's like that little country in the corner. So once he found there. out it was Welsh, he maybe even got himself a Welsh dictionary or somehow he figured out how to teach himself another language then. Sort of. He, he was very limited in that, but he knew a lot about it. That's so... Well, he's also going to school, I'm sure. Like you said, he probably went and asked his teacher. So let's get on to another uh, topic with, um, well his growing linguistic capabilities. That's probably, you know, one of the things, how did he get into creating his own languages? Now, this is an interesting, we already know that he is just, his special interest is linguistics. So um, how did he get into actually creating uh, his own languages? He first began with pig Latin languages Mm -hmm. I didn't of, know there were more than one. Well, you would say that. They're, they're called nursery languages, and it's mm -hmm. just like ukle in the ag bay, and you just like say it, and it's look in the bag. Ukle in the what? Ag bay. Ukle in the ag bay. And then he made sort of a pidgin or something like that. It, it was just basically a bunch of Latin words mixed together. He created Pig Latin or? No, no, he, he made Pig Latin-like languages and then he oh, got okay. into uh, creating this sort of fake language uh, based off of Latin words. He would just put all these Latin words together. Is and that okay it, to do? Uh, if you're a kid, but if you're trying to make a real language, you just don't put words. <laughs> okay. So he would just put these words in and then he would talk about it. And then later on in life, he would sort of create what is called a conlang, which is a constructed language. And uh, if you just know the basics of linguistics, you can make your own language. Ooh, I'd like to do that because then I can talk to, if I taught my kids, then nobody would know what we were saying if we need to tell each other secret messages. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, yeah. hey, come over here when you want to say, like, something. I don't know. Okay, so um, let's talk about maybe, I know he had clubs. Let's talk about his clubs. Like, what did, what did he do in, in these clubs, and what were these clubs about? Okay, so he had three clubs in his life. The first club he made was called the TCBS, which was the... Tea Club and Barovian Society. Okay, so I know what a tea club is. Uh, I'm assuming that you're drinking all sorts of tea mm -hmm. and maybe reading books. Uh, what is the Barovian? Barovian is either like this uh, accent 
Mm -hmm. uh, but most most likely, and I think Tolkien said it himself, uh, the area that they usually met were tea shops in what is called the Barrows. So it's the Barrow-Vian Society. The Barrow-Vian Society. Okay. So they went to these tea shops called the Barrow-Vian? It, it was these tea shops in uh, what is called the Barrows. And oh, the they Barrows is Vian. where? They were in, uh, in Birmingham. Oh, okay. And so how old are they, you know, going and doing this? They were tweens to adults. Whoa. They did it from their tweens Could to adults. Could you imagine as a teenager just going into this little tea shop every day and sitting around talking about... They would talk about books and poetry and stuff like that. So they were geeks. They were geeks. Okay, geek squad for sure. Did he have girlfriend? I mean, hanging out with boys all day can get kind of boring after a while. Well, teenagers, they don't care, but did he ever have any girlfriends or a wife well, or anything? Well, in the boarding house that he lived in, uh, on the floor below him was a girl. Her name was Edith. Uh, she probably hates this. She would probably hate this name. Uh, her last name was Brat. <gasps> Edith Brat? Oh, my God. And they sort okay. of met each other being brats. Oh, no. What were they? Mischievous They were teenagers? stealing food. <gasps> from where? from from uh, like the the kitchen or dining table she they the him and his brother were really hungry so uh they convinced her to sort of uh get these these foods and what she would do is she would hoist them up through her window all the way to their window oh okay so she, was she on the bottom she, I think she was on the bottom. They were on the so top. So they, they, she figured out how, how to uh, put a rope to where it, you know, is pulled up to their window. Yeah, they pulled it up to their window. They were they just hungry the teenage boys. They were just I'm hungry. That they ate. Hungry teenage boys and mm -hmm. they had to eat. Mm -hmm. So they go to this girl and mm -hmm. she gets them extra food. Wow. Yeah. But they were caught. <laughs> oh, not good. Of course, because, you know, usually teenagers get caught because uh, they, they're not very bright. They were they were sort of... Uh, when it comes to food, anyway. They were sort of mischievous children. Mm -hmm. uh, like all children can They be. would throw sugar cubes into the hats of uh, people walking by. What does that do? I don't know. They just did it for fun. They were bored. Oh, we used to f throw firecrackers into the street while cars were driving by. Uh, no, that, don't ever do that. I don't think um, that's a good that idea. you can get arrested for that and put in jail. And why we never got caught, or why somebody didn't ever drive around and uh, kick our booties, I have no idea. But thank God. What did they do for fun? I mean, like, did they ever get out of the books? Their noses out of the books? Uh, one day, Father Francis told. Uh, Tolkien not to see Edith Bratt because <gasps> it was because uh, he was kind of distract she was kind of distracting him from his studies and mm -hmm. he couldn't get into Oxford the first time and on top of that she wasn't a Catholic and then on top of that what uh, was she Anglican yeah she was Anglican Whoa. everybody was Anglican 
Uh, but also on top of that, th there was sort of four-year difference between them. So Whoa. I wouldn't. He was older. He was younger. <gasps> oh, she was the older one. Oh, she was wow. the older one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he probably thought she was a bad influence on him. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. At that time, oh, okay. uh, Father Francis thought she was a bad influence on him. Uh, one day, uh, Tolkien had an invitation from one of his friends to go on a walking holiday in Switzerland. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say walking holiday? Yeah, walking holiday. What is that? Okay, so holiday in British English means uh, vacation. I didn't even think uh, English people had holidays. Well, they don't have holidays, but they have, unless you count in Guy Fawkes Day, but uh, they had, they have vacays. Basically, Vaca vacation basically, days. Basically, they have vacays and they don't call it vacation, they call it holiday. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's confusing. So they're on this holiday walk, and what's the holiday called? A walking holiday. Oh, you said that. Sorry. Yeah, so they, so it's just this time when you just walk around around the countryside and all that stuff. Oh, Americans don't like holidays like that. Well, because we don't have countrysides. I wish we did. We have beaches, but people don't walk on the beach. They party on the beach here in America. Oh. So I would prefer a walking holiday, to tell you the truth, but maybe that's because I'm old now. <laughs> so the, they went on a walking holiday and uh, it sort of inspired in his books uh, this region in his books called the Misty Mountains. Oh, he has books called Misty Mountains? No, no. He, ha he has books, and a location in this these books are called the Misty Mountains. What are the books? The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Oh, those books. Oh, they're called the Misty. See, you would think that I was a um, Tolkien fan but I'm, or a Lord of the Rings fan, but I would just rather pretend to be. So, so the Misty Mountains are kind of a um, like a repl replica or representation of that walking holiday yeah oh, and actually he he almost uh died during that walking holiday how do you die walking just well they weren't walk? just walking in switzerland they were walking in the swiss alps <gasps> so oh, beautiful though it was beautiful but the hills uh, are alive with the sound of music yeah okay. but sort of they were going to the very big mountains. Oh. And like during that time, there would be avalanches and uh, he almost got caught in an avalanche. <gasps> wow. And of course, there were no St. Bernard's to come and save you. Oh, that's crazy. How did he get out of that pickle? Uh, I don't know. He just moved away or something. <laughs> oh, look. Deary, an avalanche. I better step aside. Yeah, step and then away. and then, uh, then he stayed at this sort of a valley place, and uh, it was a nice place. And uh, basically, he based this uh, town called Rivendell after it. Is it's just a valley in the Alps, Swiss Alps? It's a valley. It's got 
like two cliffs on each side and in in between those two large cliffs are is this very nice valley wow and he's in his teens or college age uh sort of a college age okay so he's a young adult and he's just kind of traveling and being adventurous and going on holiday dates and stuff in the swiss alps (laughs) well i guess okay so um so I guess we're just going to close out with his education for now. We're going to close out with his education at Oxford. Um, and then uh, next week we'll, we'll talk a, a few more things about um, just the Hobbit, the Lord of the Rings and the later years of Tolkien. But let's just go ahead and close out with his education at Oxford for today. It was nice at the beginning. He was learning Greek and Latin. But then uh, he got a bad grade. Wow. Did he get an F? No. They didn't grade like that? They didn't grade like that. <laughs> it was just it was just below. It was below uh, good. Ooh. So. He, wow. Why? What did he do? I was he just think, not paying attention? Or I think he, he wasn't not? paying attention. I think no. he was thinking about Edith at that time. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. So. So he got a lower grade, and mm-hmm. then, like, he had to go from learning Greek and Latin to learning the to learning uh, English languages. Wow! How did he like that? He actually liked it very much. Ooh! He learned this thing called Old English. Oh wow! Yes, that's hard. When I think of Old English, and even what is it uh when i read uh, just the regular king james which is that well, old that's english? not old english what that's that? the old day english which is basically early modern english okay so king james is early modern english early modern english. whoa then what is our english nowadays uh english slang <laughs> uh, so old english uh better known as Anglo-Saxon. There's an Anglo in everything with this guy's story. Yeah, so in Old English, you... It's basically... Okay, I'll read something in Old English, and I want you to try to follow along, okay, which you ahead. probably won't. Okay, go ahead. merig, huercom mago, huercom mathum... Giffa. Let me see if I could translate. Where come my dam? Where come madame? Where come... Uh, where did you go off the cliff? Well, I would say... Uh, I would say you got good on the where come. But okay. basically, it's very... It's like... Old English is its own separate language. Wow. It's not like thou and thee. It's like yig and stuff like that. That's probably why a lot of English people have these very, very heavy accents. Do you think so? Yeah, probably they have these heavy accents. Mm -hmm. Oh, but you may be thinking of Scots. (laughs) Probably. Which is actually descendant from the Old English. It's sort of English is sister language uh and it's scottish and uh it's basically it didn't come from english it's sort of it came from old english 
and then they have these heavy accents and yeah, that they have definitely they have Scottish. a lot of Scottish. They have a lot of uh, they say things like this and the yes, and, yeah. and then you have no idea what they're saying because when they start talking faster, huh? Yeah, and uh, pe people in England can understand them because they've been around them yeah. long enough, but. Mm -hmm. uh, Basically, that's where that comes from. But your average person that speaks English at all, they would have to tell you, can, can you slow down? Can you pronounce your words very, very, very slowly? So it's not like they're talking like this. It's more like a Scottish accent and there's a lot of, you know, almost Irishness to it. No. No? Okay. <laughs> all right. It's we'll very talk confusing. Of, yeah, it is confusing. Well, I think we've had a nice good long talk about um tolkien's life and we're going to close this up now and until next time geek out